19-659 and 20-042 committee the whole meeting notice Tuesday, September 8, 2020 at 5.30 p.m. Pursuant to Governor Baker's March 20th, 2020 order suspending certain provisions of the open meeting law, general law chapter 38, section 18, and the governor's March 15, 2020 order imposing strict limitation on the number of people that may gather in one place. This meeting of the Method City Council Committee of the Whole will be conducted via remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information and the general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with a right and or requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Method website at www.medfordma.org. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen or watch the meeting may do so by accessing the meeting link contained herein. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings in real time via technological means. In the event that we are unable to do so, despite best efforts, we will post on the City of Medford or Medford Community Media website an audio or video recording transcript or other comprehensive record of proceedings as soon as possible after the meeting. Just to participate outside the meeting, please email aherdubise, that's H-U-R-T-U-B-I-S-E, at medford-ma.gov. There will be a meeting at the uh, Method City Council Committee of the Hall on Tuesday, September 8, 2020, at 5.30 p.m. via Zoom. The purpose of the meeting is to review and discuss the proposed marijuana ordinance and the proposed amendments offered by the Community Development Board. In addition, the Council will also review the latest updates made to the Marijuana Cannabis Advisory Commission Agreement. The City Council has invited Acting City Solicitor Kimberly Scanlon, Chief of Police Jack Buckley, uh, Building Commissioner Paul Mokey, Chief of Staff David Rodriguez, uh, and the Director of Public Health Marianne O'Connor, Acting Community Development Director Alicia Hunt, and representatives from KP Law to attend the meeting. For further information, aids, and accommodations, contact the City Clerk at 781-393-2425. Sincerely yours, John C. Falco, Jr. President. So I want to uh, thank everyone for attending the meeting tonight. And um, uh, when we last met, we met on, I believe it was uh, August 19th. I need to do a roll call. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, yes. Clerk Erdemies, please call the roll. Council Bears. Present. Vice President Carriello. Thank you. Council Knight. Present. Council Knight, I can see you, but I can't hear you. Thank you. Present. Council Marks. Present. Council Morrell. Present. She's present. Council Carpelli. Present. President Falco. Present. All seven members are present. Uh, Council Knight, you had pressed your uh, microphone before. Did you want to speak before we? That was just a roll call, sir. Okay, thank you. Okay. Uh, so as we get started, um, so we had a meeting uh, back on um, August 19th, that's the last time we met, and uh, we're meeting tonight. So I just wanted to just uh, say good evening, and uh, all, 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 excuse me, all council members should have received uh, an email uh, that was sent uh, from the uh, CD board chair. It was actually forwarded uh, by myself, attaching the red line of the pr proposed marijuana ordinance uh, that contains various editorial revision, revisions suggested by one member of the CD board. Uh, my understanding is that these changes reflect the recommendations of one member of the CD board, but were not voted as recommendations by the CD board itself. Uh, it is my further understanding that the CD board's only voted recommendation was that the council consider no limiting non-retail marijuana uses to specific zoning districts. So as I see it, we have uh, four options as to how we could proceed. Um, and it, of course, it's up to the council as to how the council would like to, to uh, proceed. Uh, number one, we could uh, proceed to act on the version of the ordinance that we previously reviewed and sent to the CD board. So in other words, we would uh, not consider or adopt the editorial revision, revision suggested by the CD board uh, member or the recommendation of the CD board to limit marijuana uses to particular districts at this time. Instead, we could refer those changes uh, to subcommittee, uh, which we could review these suggested and decide uh, whether to recommend future amendments of the ordinance, if that's what people want to do. Uh, number two, we could proceed to act on the original version of the ordinance and take up uh, only the CD board's voter recommendations of limiting marijuana uses to specific districts, but not consider at this time the ed editorial revisions to the uh, ordinance proposed by the CD board member. Uh, number three, we, consider now, we could consider now both the CD board's uh, recommendations regarding district limitations in the editorial revisions suggested by the CD board member 
or number four, we could defer any action at this time and refer the witness back to the subcommittee to return to the council with its recommendation as to which of these changes to adopt in the ordinance. So th these are just a number of things that we could possibly do. Um, so um, so I, I know that, uh, so I, at this point, I would probably just kind of open it up for, dis I apologize, for discussion from um, the, uh, the council as to how uh, we feel that we'd like to move forward. Council and Knight. One minute. Is legal, is legal counsel on the call, Mr. President? Yes, we do have uh, Jonathan uh, Silverstein's here from KP Law. Okay. Jonathan, um, through the chair to you, on uh, June 9th, 2020, the council forwarded a paper to the Community Development Board. Um, I guess my question would be, you know, before that paper was forwarded to the Community Development Board, it was reviewed by legal counsel for form and substance. Uh, if you could answer that question, I, I'd appreciate it. One second. Can everyone hear me now? Yes. Council knows uh, I came onto this project when my colleague was um, leaving the firm for another position with the skip wall fan. Um, when I spoke to her and in speaking with city officials, I understood that the council uh, viewed um, with some urgency trying to get this ordinance adopted. And what we were asked to do was not to do a complete rewrite of the ordinance prepared by the prior solicitor, but rather to identify any major Mr. President, problems we saw with it, which uh, we did. We, so, no, um, the answer no, is, Mr. 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 Not, we, we all know the history, just the yes or no question. Right. It's well, yes no. I'm trying to give you context for the answer. So the answer is, I, I've not been asked, and in fact, my understanding was I was not supposed to try to do a total rewrite to make it, quote unquote, read better. Um, the editorial revisions that, um, that Mr. Blumberg made, I think, Many of them, if not most of them, make the ordinance read better. But I was informed that was not our role because that would delay the proceedings. Um, in terms of the one recommendation voted by the CB board, I believe that is something that the uh, council actually considered and decided not to do. Again, that's a policy decision whether to limit particular uses to particular districts. Um, it's legal to allow it in all districts and just assume it'll be worked out in the special permit process, which is what the council did in the, in the version it sent to the CD board. It's obviously legal as the CD board recommends to identify specific districts in which to put specific uses. Right, so the title of the ordinance is an ordinance amending the revised ordinance of the city of Medford zoning relative to adult use marijuana facilities, right? So, I mean, that's all we're dealing with right now is the sale of adult use marijuana. That's the ordinance that's before us. If the paper has gone through legal review, all right, and it's been reviewed by, I can't tell you how many lawyers now at this point, Mr. President, this thing's been going on since, you know, Bill Clinton was president at this point. Um, you know, would it make sense for us if, if it's been reviewed for substance and form to just not adopt the recommendations of the CD board where the recommendations were non-substantive in nature anyhow? Um, you know, the CD board made a presentation. They said that these are non-substantive uh, changes that we're going to authorize one member to make. Um, but the only real issue that they had was um, the zoning distance of cultiv cultivation facilities and the like, which really aren't the subject matter of the ordinances before us. Um, so I, for one, am comfortable moving forward, Mr. President, with the document that we sent to the CD board. Um, you know, I think that it makes sense to, to go that route. Um, I don't know how many times we're going to, we, if we send this back to subcommittee again, I, I might just pull my hair out of my head. I mean, literally. Mm -hmm. um, the hours and hours and hours that we spent on this document to get us almost here to the finish line to get reset, I don't think is going to be beneficial to anybody in this community. Um, you know, we have a job to do here. It's the will of the voters. We have to comply and implement, Mr. President. Um, that coupled with the fact that we're broke. The city of Bedford is broke. And we need to start generating some revenues that are non-tax revenues, and we need to start generating some revenues that are coming, going to come from permitting fees and the like. Um, so with that being said, Mr. President, I'm comfortable moving forward with the document that was sent forward um, to the Community Development Board. And I offer that in the form of a motion to uh, not adopt the recommendations of the CD Board and to um, move for uh, a favorable report of the document out of committee to the, uh, to the City Council full body. 
So on the motion of Council tonight to not adopt the recommendation by the CD board and to, I, I'm sorry, Council tonight, was it to adopt the? And to move forward with a favorable recommendation on the um, ordinance that was forwarded 6-9-2020. Okay, and to move forward uh, with the favorable recommendation. Uh, Clerk Hardebees, do you have the uh, wording on that? Type it in now, Mr. President. Okay. Council might move for uh, move not to adopt the recommendations of the CD board and to move forward with a favorable report from the committee. Correct. On that motion, seconded by. Seconded by Vice President Carviello. Hang on, hang on. Yep. Vice President Carviello, second. Okay. Seconded by Councilor Car uh, Vice President Carviello. Um, Councilor Scott Pelly. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. Just if the attorney could just clarify, I know that he mentioned that uh, he was told not to. I, I believe the wording was that um, to proceed in other fashion. I, I, I forgive me of my wording, but I know he he said he was told by was it by this council or was it by city administration that told him that not to look deeply into this. It seemed like it doesn't sound it doesn't sound right. I, I maybe someone can help me out with this with the wording. But um, sitting back here, it's very confusing. You. By the time the word gets here, it's it's like passed over seven times. So, so Council Scott, is your question to Attorney Silverstein? Yes, please. Okay, Mr. Silverstein. Yes. Um, so my understanding of our charge was to identify any major problems with the ordinance, but we were told that the council wanted to move it forward, that it didn't want a lot of delay, and um, that was also. Um, borne out by my first several meetings with the council, where I think um, it was clear that, there, that the council understandably feels an urgency to, to get the ordinance adopted. I want to be clear, if I saw any legal problems with the ordinance, of course I would identify them. My point is, I was not asked to do a rewrite to make it read better, which is, I think, what um, what the CD board member did, and I, I think it may well read better. I was just explaining that that wasn't uh, explained to me to be my charge. Well, I, uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention is that um, the ordinance as written does in fact regulate all types of marijuana businesses, not just retail. Um, retail is the only um, uh, type of marijuana, adult use marijuana business that's limited uh, by district. So I know I just I'm not I just so with clarification, uh, Council Silverstein. The the unfortunately this community sometimes takes its own um, you know own um, um, judge and jury in social media, and they would take your comments to be negative. So again, I just want to make sure oh. everything we've done no. is legal and above board. Correct. Oh, 100%. I'm sorry. I, I, if there's any um, no, ambiguity it's, there. It's, it's not just it's not a matter you. of uh, when you ask the lawyer to do something, you yep. can ask the lawyer to right. completely redo it, or you can ask them to identify any legal flaws. Right. I was asked to identify any legal flaws. I okay. wasn't asked to rewrite the entire ordinance. If I wrote an ordinance from scratch, it would read differently because every lawyer has different style. Right. So that's the only point I was trying to make. Okay, so just again, not not that you know the climate of, of, of Metro lately, but we have to be very careful with uh, what's put out there and making sure we clarify things. So um, we appreciate it, and I know that the Council Knight said this has been looked at by, um, uh, I think it's in the world record books of most attorneys that uh, reviewed, a, reviewed an ordinance. So thank you. Thank you, Councilor Scarpelli. Mask is back on, Jonathan. The mask is back on. This reapplied his mask. Yes. Okay. Uh, and if I may, Attorney Silverstein, um, uh, before we move forward, I believe there was one thing that you made, you did mention. I think you wanted to maybe uh, 
talk about it was uh, uh, Section B-5? Yes, Mr. President. Um, since we last uh, met uh, to discuss the zoning order, or since, since prior to it being sent over to the, um, the uh, um, CD board, the um, Cannabis Control Commission has moved forward with uh, laying out a groundwork for delivery licenses, which did not exist um, at the time we were last discussing this. And that called to uh, my attention one point, which um, I think the, the council may want to look at, which is in um, uh, section B5, which requires that all marijuana businesses be conducted completely within a building. Um, so I wonder if just one uh, small and, and sort of uh, targeted change, I know this has been looked at a number of times, but just to that requirement um, that uh, it accept delivery and transportation licensees. Godfather Knight. Do we have to allow delivery in the community? Well, it, at this point, the way that the Cannabis Control Commission treats it is delivery is a subcategory of retail. And they're saying that any community that allows retail in the community will be deemed to allow uh, delivery. So, yes, we have to. So, I, there's been no case law on it. There, you know, there's been no one that's pushed back on that regulation by the Cannabis Control Commission, but I think at this point that should be the assumption. Mr. President, uh, just what page are we looking at specifically? Um, on my copy, this is on page 13. Thank you. Page 13, do you have that? Kyle Phillips, your microphone should be on. Oh, do you? That's, I'm good. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you wanted to speak. Okay. Thank you. Kyle Knight, you have the floor. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I'm trying to find it. It's B5, you said it was? Mine doesn't have page on it. Marks. So, so, Mr. President, if we were to remove under uh, Section 5, B5, the uh, last sentence uh, that says motor vehicle or other similar movable enclosure, would that be suffice for now? Uh, Mr. Um, well, but do you want to do that for all types? I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Can you please repeat that, Attorney Silverstein? Sure. Would you want to make that change for all types of, um, of, of marijuana businesses? So uh, what I was thinking was, um, I'm just getting back to that page. Um, where it says all marijuana establishments licensed operations, comma, uh, my suggestion would be to add, with the exception of delivery licensees and marijuana transporters, comma. So then we're saying we, we allow it then, right? I, I'm not sure we're at that point now. You would be allowing it only for those types of, of businesses. It, it's obviously it's your call, but I think if a marijuana transporter, so a marijuana transporter is a type of license. The city has not voted by ballot to prohibit that type of license so, or that type of marijuana business. So if they came in, they could conceivably challenge 
the ordinance insofar as it doesn't allow them to operate because by definition a marijuana transporter has to operate in a motor vehicle um well point of information council night all marijuana establishments licensed operations shall be conducted within a building at a fixed location right the packaging the sale the ordering that all happens at a fixed location the delivery is just a, a vehicle or a, a, a vessel to get the product to the consumer well except the delivery itself is a type of licensed operation under the ccc regs regulations so uh, i take your point councillor knight um what i think what the council is worried about in, in wanting uh, operations. I don't want the marijuana ice cream is, truck is driving around the city, you know. I don't want right. the ice cream truck driving around the city selling marijuana at the box, you know what I mean? I, I, if it's a delivery okay. service, it should come from an establishment to a fixed location, you know what I mean? Not somebody driving around soliciting path, soliciting. Uh, well, just so you know, uh, a delivery licensee has to obtain its product from another licensed either retailer or wholesaler. So, um, so again, all of that would be happening if it's in Medford within a fully enclosed building. Um, it's only the delivery or transport, the B2B transport or the um, business to consume, consumer transport obviously can't be within an enclosed facility. So I just thought it made sense to state the obvious um, so that there wouldn't be any confusion that technically those types of uh, licenses could not be approved by special permit. Mr. President. Okay. Uh, Council Knight, did you have a question before? No, I'm good. Okay, thank you. Uh, Council Marks, you had the floor before the point of information. Do you have any further questions? No, just to clarify, we, we have to allow the delivery, correct? By, by by state, it's a state permit, correct? Attorney Silverstein? That's right. Uh, under, under the current um, CCC regulations, the CCC has determined that if, you, if a community has allowed retail, then it has allowed delivery, which is a type of retail, under their, uh, under their um, regulations. So, so your suggestion, just to put that clarifying language, after all establishments, license, operations, comma, and then the language uh, regarding delivery. With the exception of delivery with, with licensees and marijuana transporters, comma. Yeah, I, I, would, the only I, would, I would support that language, Mr. President. Second the motion, Mr. President. So, so we have, okay, so do we want to amend the original motion to approve with a Okay, so, so Council Knight, you'll be amending, uh, Council Marks, you'll be amending the original uh, motion, which is to approve. In, in, right, okay. if my colleagues so agree with this is an that, amendment sure. by Council Marks. Uh, we, have, we have a number of questions, so, uh, uh, Clerk Herdebees, do you have the uh, wording of the amendment? I, I do not yet, Mr. President. Okay. Yeah, uh, Miriam, uh, one minute, please. Council Marks, can you read back what you have? I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to type it in, and I, I I think maybe Attorney Silverstein would be better off reading it. I don't have the full. Attorney Silverstein, context. can you please um, uh, recommend the amendment? I guess, and if it's to uh, Council Marks' liking, we'll move forward. Uh, certainly, I did also just email it to Clerk uh, Perdues. Um, well, let me just bring it back up. If you could do so, both, that'd be great. So the motion would be to add the following clause to section B5 on page 13. After the phrase, all marijuana establishments licensed operations, comma, with the exception of delivery licensees and marijuana transporters. And I'm, I'm sorry, I, after the phrase, all marijuana establishments yep apostrophe licensed operations okay 
what's the what's the phrasal so gap? This is the language to be added, comma, with the exception yep. of delivery licensees. Okay. And marijuana transporters. Comma. Okay. That's okay. perfect. I right. offer that as a motion. I think it was seconded by Councilor Knight. Okay. okay. We have uh, Councilor Beers and Councilor Carviello. Marianne O'Connor had her hand up too, so um, Councilor Beers was next. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I was going to suggest that we adopt the language, so I'm glad that we've made a motion to do that. Um, I appreciated your suggestion at the beginning of the meeting that we move this forward, move it to council, get it passed, but maybe come back to look at some technical edits in the future. Um, the word commission is misspelled on page two. There's just a couple of things we should clean up. I don't think it's worth delaying advancing this, but I do think we should take a look at it and pass a few spell check edits uh, sometime in the future. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, Council Pierce. Council Carviello. Thank you, Mr. So I, I think I was led to believe in the beginning that a delivery company had to have their own business and they would be delivering their own product. So if I'm understanding, the delivery company will be buying it from um, the you know, the method cannabis company and delivering it out to the city. Is, am I, is that what I'm understanding? Attorney Silverstein. Thank you, Mr. President. So uh, yes, under the Cannabis Control Commission regulations, which again were, were just adopted, um, the requirement is that a delivery only licensee is just that a delivery only licensee. They can only deliver um, product purchased from another licensed marijuana business, either at wholesale or at retail. Okay. So they could, and they're not required to purchase from a business in Medford. Okay, so so would that constitute um, being one of the three licenses? So um, I, I think probably so uh, under the uh, the current construct. So again, if you wanted to exempt delivery from that limitation, um, you could do that as well. So all right. So I'm under, so if I understand right. The delivery company, uh, Rick's Delivery Service, would have to would have to own their own. They would have to have their own license. So, am I, is that am I, is that what I'm understanding? That's right. Okay. So I say so. So they they won't be delivering other people's products from like the stores that are, are already in Medford. Oh, oh no no. So they have to have their own license. Right. Uh, to deliver. That is a type of. Okay. license that the con Cannabis Control Commission will issue. But in order to get that license, they have to demonstrate that they have relationships either with another licensed retailer or another licensed wholesaler. It could be a cultivator, it could be okay. uh, uh, manufacturing or, uh, facility. Okay, so, so that'll, be one of our they, three, one, that'll be one of our three licenses, correct? The, the delivery? Yes. Uh, as you have the ordinance drafted right now, uh, again, you could change. So that requirement is on page 16, um, and it states um, that uh, the ordinance, uh, the number of marijuana retailers should be, shall be limited to no more than three. Okay. You could say, but that limitation shall not include marijuana or delivery only licenses. Right. If you want to carve that out, you certainly can. I would also note that you may get three brick and mortar retail licensees who come in quickly, and then there wouldn't be a license left for delivery. Okay. So well, that, that, I think it, that's, it wouldn't I think necessarily that's my detract from the number of brick and mortar stores. Yeah, I, I think that's the avenue going down. That so this this delivery service would be a, a whole separate. They'd be they'd have their, they would be one of the three licenses. So it, unless you should we, should we, we have that should we have that into the ordinance that um, th that that's how it should read. I mean, I'll I'll take that from my other 
uh, for my other counselors if, if that's all they wanted to read. Council Marks. Uh, I'm glad uh, my council colleague, uh, Vice President Cavella, brought this up. That's a, a great point that he just made. Uh, there is potential, I'm not saying it's going to happen, that you could get uh, three delivery companies uh, and the tax revenue from a delivery company, I'm sure, would be far less than a brick-and-mortar shop. And, uh, you know, as Councilor Knight mentioned, that uh, we're looking for a revenue stream, and this uh, would be considered a revenue stream, the brick-and-mortar shops. So I would ask that there is language in there that uh, would uh, have three brick-and-mortar shops and uh, excludes uh, from the three licenses the uh, delivery. Um, so that way we'll make sure at least we have the revenue aspect, the revenue component, and the delivery. Also, Mr. President, if we happen to get three brick-and-mortar, according to uh, Attorney uh, Silverstein, that uh, they uh, don't necessarily have to do business with the brick-and-mortar the delivery uh, companies with the establishments from within uh, the area they're doing business. So if it's a method person that's ordering this, uh, they don't necessarily have to go to one of the brick and store uh, setups in method. So if we happen not to get a delivery, uh, that doesn't preclude deliveries from uh, a delivery that may be based in Malden or Everett or Somerville delivering to method. Is that correct? Attorney Silverstein? Uh, that would be correct. There would certainly be a host community agreement. Um, but that's right. If the retail sale is recorded in Somerville, Somerville would be getting the excise tax from that. Right. So, yeah. uh, so I like the, uh, the recommendation Council Vice President Caviello brought up uh, to exclude from the three licenses the delivery licenses, Mr. President. I, oh, sorry, Mr. President? Yes, Attorney Silverstein. Sorry to interject, but um, during the conversation, I just quickly um, drafted language that would reflect that if the council wishes to hear it. Do I hear it, Absolutely. It's Council Caviello. No. Okay. Uh, if, if the council, uh, I, I think that should be in there. Let's listen if, to if, if, if we're going to sell it here, you might as well get the money and not have outside people you know, getting our money. Can we have a point of information, Council Knight? for the Cannabis Advisory Committee. One of the um, amendments or the edits that was put in by KP Law when, um, when they came on board was um, a chart that defined license type, number allowed, and deadline for application submission. And um, this draft ordinance would say that the license type marijuana retailer, number of licenses, three allowed in the community. If you read down further, you'd see both delivery only and marijuana transporter with no cap. So, I'm confused how the transport or delivery license would go towards um, being defined as a marijuana retailer if, you know, our idea of a retailer is the brick and mortar shop. Right. Um, and, the, you know, if a transporter or a delivery only service was a retailer, then why would we define them in the selection committee ordinance? Why wouldn't they just fall under marijuana retailer? You know, so if we go to the next, the, the sister ordinance that, that goes along with this, or the, the companion ordinance that goes along with it, I think it clearly defines that the number of marijuana retailers we want in the community or that we're, that we're limiting to in the community, because it has to go by the number of liquor licenses that we have, is, um, is three. And then, you know, the rest of it is clearly defined as having no cap on a delivery only or a marijuana transporter. So I'm wondering if we need to go down this road of amending the zoning piece when we have defined language in the selection committee ordinance that clearly outlines that. Thank you. Mr. Payton? Yes, Attorney Silverstein. Um, th that's a great point. The issue I see is this. Um, this ordinance was drafted before the CCC had finalized its regulations which establish that delivery licensees are a subclass of retail. The other issue I see is that um, though what the general ordinance um, states with respect to caps 
certainly makes logical sense in terms of how the zoning ordinance should be interpreted. It is not a zoning ordinance. It's adopted under different procedural requirements, and it's not, uh, it, it can't be deemed to amend the zoning. Um, it's really just a clarification. I think someone could certainly make the argument, hey, look, that uh, retail cap clearly was not intended to apply to delivery-only licensees. However, someone else could make the argument to the contrary that retail um, should be deemed to include delivery only. And it's, uh, since the council is now at the point of adopting the ordinance, if you wanted to just eliminate that potential ambiguity, you could do that. Yeah. I, I would ask for the language, Mr. President, if we could. Okay, uh, From Attorney Silverstein. Yes, Attorney Silverstein, if you could please read back the language for Council Marks. Certainly, let me get back to it. So uh, at the end of that section, it would, uh, be amended to add the following, comma, except that this limitation shall not include delivery-only licensees. So, you want to Carriello. Does, does, does that answer the question that, I, that I've asked? So, so delivery companies, they, they, they would be, they would be in, in, in the three. Am I correct? They would no longer be, they would be excluded from the cap of three retailers. Excluded. So if you get a delivery only licensee, that would not count against the uh, permissible number of the three permissible three. retail brick and mortar. Okay. All right. Okay. So you could have, so just to clarify, you could have three brick and mortar, but you could have one delivery? Yeah. Right. Okay, uh, I'll, okay. I suppose if I could offer that motion. Okay, so that that um, so that we'll we'll call that an amendment uh, okay. to the paper. By, Second, by uh, Vice President Caviello. Clerk Hardebees, do you have that? Yes. Okay. Um, if all the consuls are done, I know uh, <coughs> Marion O'Connor had a question, so. Let me find Marion O'Connor. Yep, there she is. Okay. Marion O'Connor, you should be on. Hi, good evening. So, okay, so my understanding is to deliver a method, you don't need a, a license or a permit method. You could be permitted or licensed somewhere else, but you can still deliver a method. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And then secondly, so I'm assuming the Cannabis Commission put out uh, guidelines or, uh, you know, obviously how you're going to verify age and all of those things. So I I'm assuming the Cannabis Commission put out those types of guidelines. And if so, can we adopt those um, into either uh, ordinance or a licensing procedure or something? Because it has to be stricter. I mean, we have to know, obviously, you know, how are they being, um, you know, what's the oversee for who they're living to and, and, and how, you know? So that I, I, makes me very concerned. Like we see that all the time with liquor delivery services. Uh, Attorney Silverstein, did you want to comment on that? Yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. President. Um, the, the CCC has imposed quite stringent um, security um, and age verification require, verifying requirements. So, uh, so I, I think that was the first part of the question. Okay. So should we adopt those into our uh, requirements as well or just go with this? Uh, Next ordinance that we're going to talk about is the Cannabis Advisory Committee, which would be the selection committee uh, that would uh, rank and score the interview and score the applicants. And um, that committee has the responsibility of uh, establishing a scoring system. And um, the director of the Board of Health is a member of that body. Just makes me concerned, though, if they're coming from other communities, um, you know, what control do we have? If they're licensed in somewhere else and delivering to Medford, I don't know. It's just my concern. 
Please continue. Uh, right. I mean, you know, we can't, if someone's licensed in another community, our ordinance isn't going to affect their licensure. Yeah. That's why I wonder if we can do something. Mm. Mr. President, point of information. Okay. Uh, we, okay. We have a point. We have a point of information, Councilor Beers. Uh, thank you. Um, just, I think we are adopting all of the regulations and governing laws of marijuana from the state in this document, including the ones on delivery, uh, you know, restrictions and checking people's identity and age. So I do think that the language in here does incorporate the regulations at the state level. Thank you, Councilor Beers. Councilor Knight, did you did you have a further? Um, no, exactly. Perfectly said, Mr. President. You know what I mean? This, the, the vote has adopted the, the, the statute, and um, we're adopting the whole statute, not just portions of thereof. It's not like our liquor licenses. Um, you know, this went through the ballot and was adopted wholeheartedly. Um, so. Okay, okay. And I agree, but uh, so then are we the enforcing agency if, um, I don't, I don't, this is new, so I don't know the cannabis regulations around delivery, but if, if they are in violation um, to, does the attorney know who's the enforcing body as far as that's concerned? Well, Cannabis Control Commission has ultimate oversight of all applicants for licenses because they go through a vetting process before they're allowed to be licensed at the local level, I do believe. Well, if they violate that, though, I guess it goes back to them, not us. As a local enforcing I mean, this is so the, the, the marijuana is the most heavily regulated industry in Massachusetts. You know, okay. I, mean, I think it's easier to have plutonium. concerns from a public health know, perspective. Yeah, so I mean, I think that, you know what I mean, there's always going to be a recourse to go to the state um, because the Cannabis Control Commission is the oversight agency from the state level. Just like we'd have uh, a health issue, we'd be able to go to the Department of Public Health. Um, I, I see no difference. Okay. Thank you. Youth access is all I'm concerned about. Okay, thank you, Council Knight. Uh, Council, Vice President Carviello, I believe you had a question. I'm not Vice President. You good? Okay. Okay. Are there any other questions regarding the ordinance before we move uh, move for a vote? Okay. Any other questions uh, from the public? Okay. I don't see anybody's hands raised. So, uh, let's see. So, Clark Hardabies, could you read back the... Um, the motion and uh, the amendments before you move yeah, forward? It's in a couple of different places in my report, so just bear with me. Yep. Um, Council Knight's original motion, seconded by Vice President Carriol, was to move not to adopt the recommendations of the CD board and move forward with a favorable report from the committee. And then there were amendments. Hang on, I have to scroll down and get those. Council Marks had an amendment to Council Knight's motion to add to B5 after the phrase all, Amer all marijuana establishments licensed operations with the exception of delivery licensees and marijuana transporters. And then Vice President Caraviello uh, moved an amendment, offered an amendment adopting Mr. Silverstein's language, Mr. Silverstein's language. Uh, that says, except that this limitation shall not include delivery only, only licensees. Okay. On the motion of Council Knight, seconded by Vice President Carviello, as amended by Councilor Marks and Vice President Carviello. Clark Hernabees, please call the roll. Council Bears. Yes. Vice President Carviello. Yes. Vice President Carviello, I couldn't hear you. Yes. Thank you. Would you call Clark? I called Councilor Knight. I haven't heard. I haven't heard from him yet. Yes. Thank you, Councilor Marks. Yes. Councilor Marks. Yes. Thank you, Councilor Morrell. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli? Yes. President? Yes. Seven in the affirmative. Zero in the negative. The motion passes. I'm good. All right. So the next item on our agenda is the
um, CAC ordinance. So this is the uh, Cannabis Advisory Committee uh, ordinance, and uh, the, you should have in your handouts, there is a draft copy um, of the draft co copy, the latest changes that were made. Um, it should be a, a thinner document, probably only, I think it's probably about two or three pages. So there are a number of changes made to the document. I can share, let me try sharing my screen here, see if I can. Mr. President. Council Bears. Um, just that I think the changes are on pages one, two, and the last page. Oh, sorry, there's, there's a change on page four. And the final page. Uh, let's see. Mr. Clark, can you see my screen? I can see it, yes. Okay, so we have the draft ordinance, uh, draft uh, cannabis advisory committee ordinance in front of us. And let's see if I. One minute, I'm just trying to share that. So the bottom of page one, under overview of application process, uh, let's see. Uh, Attorney Silverstein, I don't know if you want to walk us through uh, the changes that are in red. Yeah, oh. Okay, you should be. Here we go. Sorry, I had uh, muted myself because my kids were screaming. So. <laughs> no worries. Uh, so, on page one, so. Um, I don't, I can't tell from your um, screen. Uh, at one point there had been um, a red line change in the, the table there, mm -hmm. um, a little bit higher than what your screen is showing. Simply, it, it may be that my red line um, reflects a prior round of changes that the council already approved, so my apologies. Uh, but under marijuana retailer, um, the submission category had said TBD to be determined, uh, and now it says to be determined by the Cannabis Advisory Committee. So I apologize if the council already approved that, but I did just want to note it as a change shown on mine. Uh, um, in terms of the application process, Mr. President, I know I think it makes sense to give some flexibility to the Cannabis Advisory Committee, um, but do you think it makes sense for us to mm -hmm. Um, put some guidance in there to the Cannabis Advisory Committee as to how long they have to um, establish a scoring system and uh, start taking applicants, you know, 90 days after the passage of the ordinance, um, something like that, to be sure that it opens up the application process because, uh, you know, I go back to crying poor mouth again and talking about how broke the city is and how this is an opportunity for us to generate revenues um, while complying with the will of the voters, which is our job, you know? Um, so that was my question. I know we discussed it and kicked it around in previous subcommittee meetings, but, you know, um, the Cannabis Advisory Committee shall establish a scoring system and will interview and score applicants seeking to locate a marijuana establishment in the city of Medford within 90 days of the passage of the ordinance or something like that. Mr. President, I just don't want to see this, um, you know, get passed at this level and then die in administrative bureaucracy um, mm -hmm. on the other side of the aisle. Um, so with that being said, I put that as a topic for fodder and discussion among my member, uh, my fellow colleagues. Okay. So, uh, Council Knight is, uh, would like to, uh, I guess, um, ask the Council if we would like language added that would, um, correct me if I'm wrong, that would uh, basically uh, ask the CAC to act within a, was it a 90-day 90, 90 period after the Ordinance is passed. Am I correct, Council Knight? Ninety days just was rabbit in the hat number that I came up with. Just yep. I don't know. I mean, three months. If you can't do something in three months, you know what I mean. Then you know, 
but, but I understand that there's a lot of competing interests in the community right now relative to the Board of Health, the police, and the Building Commission. Um, so with that being said, I know that uh, we have people being pulled in a lot of different directions at this point in time, um, but you know, this is something that um, we could probably look at seeing close to a million dollars a month um, if it's done properly and we get the right operators in the community. So I think that's something that we need to really take a long hard look at. Thank you, Council Knight. Uh, would any of the councils like to comment on that? Uh, let's see, I will recognize Councilor Bears. Let me just get your microphone. Oh, there we go. Councilor Bears. Thank you, Mr. President. Um, I would support Councilor Knight's suggestion. I'd even be willing to make a motion. Thank you, Councilor Bears. Any other questions or comments from the council? Would uh, any other council like to um, weigh in on that? Okay. So, uh, Council Knight, did you want to add that as an amendment or? Mr. President. Oh. Um, Council Knight, my apologies. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if it would make sense to say, you know, um, the Cannabis Advisory Committee shall establish a scoring system and will interview and score applicants seeking to locate a marijuana establishment in the city of Medford. Um, the scoring system shall be established within 90 days of passage and applications um, shall be accepted thereafter, something like that. You know, some language that says that, uh, you know, they have three months to put together their scoring system and after the three months the application uh, process is open. Would you like a... <laughs> um, I defer to legal for that, Mr. President. He's sure. done a great job this evening putting together some language for us, so I don't think that this is uh, one that you fail us on. Thank you, Council. Uh, Attorney Silverstein, will you be able to recognize, uh, basically recommend some language with regard to the... Uh, uh, with regard to what uh, Council Knight is referring to? So I think what I heard was that the... Um, the committee would um, be directed to prepare the scoring criteria within 90 days and that the, um, it would then be open for, um, for applicants to submit applications. But was there also going to be an actual deadline for submittal of that applications or is that going to be left up to the um, I mean, I um, think that CAC? after the CAC puts that together, I think after the 90th day, the application process should be open. I mean, people, so that people can put their applications in. Um, I mean, the other thing is if we pass the zoning ordinance, we have a zoning ordinance now. So can people apply for a license because we have a zoning ordinance, but we don't have a selection committee ordinance that's backing it up? Um, so as to that, um, a special permit would require a host community agreement. Right. So uh, I suppose it's possible that um, someone could try to apply. I don't remember offhand if the HCA is a application requirement or a um, an approval requirement for the special permit. I'd have to go back and check the zoning ordinance, but um, but I don't th I don't think you need to worry about that piece I, of it. Uh, and I understand that. 90 days to create the scoring criteria um, and possibly an application form and then applications would be open. I think the idea of a deadline for submission when you have a cap is you want to get all the applications in at the same time so that you can be comparing all of the um, all of the applications for the, re for the three re available retail licenses uh, or HCAs at one time and not have them coming in on a rolling basis so you're not able to if you're going to um, establish when it's open up do you want to establish in the ordinance when applications will be due um, or leave that to the CAC? Mr. President I think you can do it either way point of information 
Board of Information, Council of Beers. Under the special permit requirements on the zoning side, it says an applicant shall be eligible to apply for a special permit upon receipt of a recommendation from the Cannabis Advisory Committee in accordance with Section XX of the General Ordinance. So I think they wouldn't be able to apply for a special permit until they got the recommendation from the CAC. Thank you, Council of Beers. And I do have a question after. So, um, so would it make sense then to say that um, they'll establish a scoring system within 90 days of passage and then um, 120 days after the passage of the ordinance, the application process is open? Is, is that a question to Attorney Silverstein? It's a question to whoever wants to talk about it. <laughs> Attorney Silverstein, did you, uh, did you hear that? Uh, I think I heard it. And, and if uh, the council wants the ordinance to have that, um, provision, then we can certainly uh, add it. And I'm going to look now for where the best place in the ordinance to add that might be. Okay. Well, um, I'd be happy to offer that in the form of a motion, Mr. President, if um, there's no further discussion on it. Second. Do you want, do you want to, uh, okay, so on the, on the motion. The motion would be to um, allow legal counsel to um, provide an amendment reflecting the wishes of the council to 90 days uh, for the interview uh, scoring criteria and 120 for the application period to open. Council Mike, can you repeat that, please? Um, yes, I'm uh, the motion is to authorize legal counsel to find the appropriate place in the ordinance uh, to present us with an amendment that would call for um, the Cannabis Advisory Committee establishing a scoring system within 90 days of the passage of the ordinance and the um, application process opening 120 days after the passage of the ordinance. So that motion is offered by Council Knight, and it was seconded, I believe, by Council Pierce. Okay. Any other questions from the Council? Um, oh, is, is it about this, or can I call the roll on this? Call the roll. Okay. On the motion of Council Knight, seconded by Council Pierce. Clerk Kernabees, please call the roll. Council Bears. Yes. Vice President Carviello. Yes. Council Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morell. I'm sorry, Council I didn't hear you. Yes. Mike's not on. Yeah, that's not. It's, it's, it's on. It's on. It's here. this one. You got this one on. <laughs> Come over. Open the window. Just yell on this microphone. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Council Morrell. Is it on now? No. No, but I, I, I'm hitting. I'm, I click on Morrell and it's okay. So let me yeah, see. Like she's not in her seat. That's it. Councilor? Yes. <laughs> Thank <that>? you. <laughs> Councilor Scarpelli? Yes, yes, yes. President Falco? Yes. Set in the affirmative, zero in the negative, the motion passes. I apologize for the microphone. <laughs> Mr. President? Yes, Attorney Silverstein. Um, during the council's vote, uh, I took a stab at that language. Obviously, I'm happy to submit it in writing unless the council just wants to hear it now. Happy uh, to hear it. If you could please, uh, if you could please share that with us. Certainly. So at the bottom of page one, the second to last sentence currently reads, the Cannabis Advisory Committee shall establish. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning of this, of that sentence, it would now read, within 90 days after adoption of this ordinance, comma, um, and obviously the capitalized T becomes lowercase, and that sentence will remain, and the rest of the sentence remains as is. And then there would 
be a new sentence added immediately after that, before the current last sentence. And that new sentence would read, applications shall be open for submission for all applicants within, uh, not within, 120 days after the adoption of this ordinance. Councilor Knight. Can we just make that no later than 120 days? Attorney Silverstein, if we, uh, did you hear uh, Councilor Knight's question? Certainly. Um, the idea being that maybe the uh, CAC opens it up earlier. Yes, yeah, I just don't absolutely. want to tie the hands. Uh, so now it shall, it'll read, applications shall be open for all uh, applicants no later uh, no later than 120 days after the adoption of this ordinance. Uh, and one last thing, Mr. President. Do we want to tie this just to the marijuana retailer brick and mortar license? Or do we want to do it for all license categories? Uh, Attorney Silverstein, would you like to comment on that? Question by. Uh, I really think that's a, a, a policy determination. I know that the focus is on getting retail up and running. Um, Good point. Good point. Okay. But it, it, it's fine. If you do want to include that limitation, then I could just insert. No, it's fine. Just let them have the way to So if you, if Silverstein, can you email that to me when you have a chance? I'd be very happy to. Okay. Thank you, Thank you Attorney Silverstein. Okay, we have a uh, Councilor Beers. Uh, just, uh, I think I'm on. Um, Attorney Silverstein, um, through the chair. Just wanted to a uh, quick question about the red line changes in the cannabis advisory committee. It seems to me these are all just the changes that we uh, approved at our last committee meeting that have now been reflected in the document. Is that correct? That was the intent. Yes. Great. Um, then I would move that we accept those changes and and move the document, move the paper to the full council. Okay. So, uh, Clerk Hardeby's, do you have the wording in the motion? I, I'm trying to type it down, but uh, Councilor Grace, can you repeat that, please? Sure, just accepting the changes uh, as written in the Cannabis Advisory Committee document and uh, moving that paper to the full council. Favorably recommending it. Council bears move that the committee accept the changes as written in the CAC document and moving the paper to the full council with a favorable recommendation. As amended. As amended. As amended. Any questions from the council? Okay. Any of the department heads have questions? Okay, on the uh, clerk, are you ready to call the roll? I, I believe there needs to be a second on the motion. Yes, uh, that was seconded by Councilor Knight. So on the motion of Councilor Beers, seconded by Councilor Knight. Clerk, Hurtab clerk please call the roll. Council Beers. Yes. Vice President Carabiello. Yes. Council Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morell. I was on, then I was off. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes? She said Thank you. <laughs> Council Scarpelli? Yes. President Falco? Yes. Seven the affirmative, zero the negative, the motion passes. Is there a motion to report these out? Or? Motion to report the papers out favorably. It was the first one I did. On the Second. motion of Council and I to report both papers out favorably. Second and by. Second. Second by Council Pierce. Clerk Hardeby's, please call the roll. Yes, second.
This is Council Knight's motion to report both papers out favorably with, with a second from Council Bears. Here comes the roll call. Council Bears. Yes. Vice President Carabiello. Yes. Council Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morell. Yes. Councilor Scarpelli? Yes. President Falco? Yes, seven the affirmative, zero in the negative. The motion passes and the papers are reported out. On the motion of Councilor Morrell to adjourn the meeting, second and by. Second. Councilor Morrell. Clerk Hernandez, please go to roll. Who made the motion to adjourn? I'm sorry. Councilor Morrell. Second and by Councilor Morrell. Okay, thank you. This is to adjourn. Yes. Council Bears. Yes. Vice President Carabiello. Yes. Council Knight. Yes. Council Marks. Yes. Council Morrell. Yes. Council Scarpelli. Yes. President Falco. Yes, seven the affirmative, zero in the negative. The meeting is adjourned. Thank you. <laughs>